Are you living the Delaware Beach lifestyle? You can't live at the beach and do nothing. This up-and-coming year-round area has lots to offer. Find out where to eat, play, and serve. Living the ultimate dream. Yeah, so, all right, guys. Uh, welcome to the 302 Lifestyle Beach Podcast. Uh, we have Sheldon in the house. Uh, so this is the Millsboro Town Manager, right? Yes, That's, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So a little nervous here being with you. Uh, oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> No, um, no, I love Millsboro, and um, so me and my wife came out here from Las Vegas. Oh wow! Yeah, so as we got to know the area and stuff, it's been ten years now. But yeah. ten years ago, uh, Millsboro. So like you're driving through Millsboro to get to like Bethany Beach. That's where I'm at, mm-hmm. and you're going through cornfields and like you know small little houses and like Clayton Theater and all these different things going on. Wait, that's not Millsboro. It's Sorry. close by. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, you got the little water scene going on and all kinds of stuff happening. Um, and then it kind of opens up to the beach. But what I experienced at the beach was retired people, very seasonal, nobody on the road uh, in the winter season. And then um, if you wanted to do something or year-round or uh, events or stuff going on, you check mm-hmm. out towns like Millsboro. Yeah. Yeah, and um, doing a little bit of research uh, before the show here, um, was it um, Millsboro only has seven thousand people in it? Is that so? The town proper we're we're thinking has maybe seven or eight thousand. We have we're issuing residential building permits like crazy. So I think we had one month earlier this year, twenty twenty one. There were eighty or ninety permits issued in a single month. So if you assume there's two Jeez. to three people per house. <laughs> so I always encourage people to look beyond the, the raw number, the seven or 8,000 and look at the growth rate. So uh, I think a, one town that's really analogous to Millsboro in Delaware is Middletown. So Middletown mm-hmm. 10 or 15 years ago was where Millsboro is today. And now Middletown's at, I think approaching 30,000 people. So I really think in my lifetime, you'll see Millsboro be the next Salisbury or Dover or Middletown and be kind of a hub on Del Mar. Well, and it's starting to something. become that. So. Yeah, somebody knows something. So I heard some rumors about uh, Walmart trying to pop up and the land wasn't being sold. Uh, you know, Texas Roadhouse just popped up in there. So obviously somebody knows something about the growth rates around Millsboro. <laughs> so exactly. Because a lot of those retailers look at look at like a 15 minute drive time or a 20 minute drive time. So they're not just looking at how many people are in your corporate limits. So we're estimating there's anywhere between 50 to a hundred thousand or more within a 20 mile, a 20 minute drive. So when you take that into account, I mean, there's quite a few people in the Millsboro area. So, yeah. And, and those are year round. So, yeah. And just, I mean, in the past five years, so we have a cleaning company, um, we're getting calls left and right for out in Millsboro, all these new developments popping up mm-hmm. and they're all year round people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of families. So Indian river school district Correct. services, uh, Millsboro. Correct. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How is these school districts handling the growth rates? I mean, cause this is one of the fastest growing areas, not mm-hmm. let alone Millsboro, uh, for residential and commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, how are the school districts handling so, I mean, I think that's part of why you, they've used that information as uh, 
an impetus, if that's the right word, for these referenda that the Indian River School District has been, you know, proposing in recent years is, hey, look at the growth we need. We need this additional revenue. So I don't want to take a position on that because that's a school district issue. But but certainly there is the increased demand when you look purely at population. And you, Dylan, you alluded to um, you alluded to the year-round nature of Millsboro. And I think that's what helps differentiate us maybe from most of the beach towns is that we're seeing the year-round um, nature of the growth. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a lot of families, a lot of working professionals. And we were actually named one of the top 50 cities in the U.S. and Canada for work from home by PC Mag. So if you're familiar with PC Magazine, it's pretty well known. Yeah. Wow. So that was, and it was kind of a surprise. It's not something we applied for. But when we found that out, especially coming out of the lockdown season, that was really powerful because, um, you know, we want to recruit that that working professional. In fact, I've got a friend of mine. He's probably about mid-30s. His wife's around age 30. Um, he is a uh, professional firefighter for Anne Arundel County. He also works uh, for the Town Asian City uh, Fire Department. But um, he lives right here in the, you know, southeast Sussex. So it's pretty cool. We want to see more of that type of profile moving into the area. Not that we're anti-retiree, yeah. but we want we want the town to have a year-round feel. So we're trying to attract the retail um, that, that appeals to a lot of millennials and Gen Xers. So, all right. So, Millsboro is obviously the place to check out if you're trying to live down here. Uh, we've got all these big cities around here, people trying to escape the hustle and the stress and all that. Sure. Going to a more relaxed area. And Millsboro yeah. is definitely it. Yeah. All right. So, what's some of your favorite uh, spots that someone can check out in Millsboro if they're just coming, coming to the area? So, I would say we're seeing a lot of. Um, a lot of growth on the restaurant side. So downtown, we've got Plate and Palette. We've got Blue Water Grill. Uh, there's rumor of another new restaurant coming in the old Georgia House space in the coming months. Ooh, yeah. Kind of another sit-down restaurant. Then out on the highway, we've got Texas Roadhouse just opened in the last few weeks. Grotto Pizza. Um, on the quick service or fast food side, recent years, we've had Chick-fil-A come, Starbucks, Jersey Mike's. So a lot of these well-known national brands as well as some local options. So it's a good mix because, you know, some people like the known quantity. They like the national brand. Some people want that, you know, that more um, custom type of feel, the foodies. So uh, you've got a little bit for everyone. And we're, we're hoping to build on that. And um, areas we're really focusing on now are grocery stores. A lot of people say they want more grocery options, yep. entertainment, indoor and outdoor recreation. Um, we've we've worked on you know folks like Boys and Girls Club YMCA to bring that type of option to the town because we want things for families to do. Yeah. The goal is, as I think you and I talked about before the show, is um, you know live, work, play in Millsboro. Mm-hmm. You don't have to drive to Salisbury. You don't have to drive to Rehoboth. And we're finding um, a lot of the cell phone ping data is showing us that a lot of our customers are coming either from further east or further south. So we're seeing, you know, that Dagsboro to Bethany corridor. We're also seeing the Berlin West Ocean City corridor kind of as a second secondary area that we're pulling from. Hmm. And I'm assuming that's the lack of sales tax in Delaware. So we're trying to attract and market to those two kind of areas. So, yeah, so that's probably the number one uh top three reasons i hear people wanting to move to this area is taxes yeah um you know escaping stress and stuff like that and just uh a lot of people that just grew up coming to the area in general yes and they're looking for an alternative option than you know the half a million dollar 
homes closer to the beach. Yeah. Uh, so it's more affordable. You know, yeah. that's where a lot of the, even the working population is out in that area too, because it's, a, you know, something that you can pay and live and uh, year round. So, well, and we, we're one of the few towns around that, to use a fancy, a fancy way of saying is we import more workers than we export, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat. So we have, we do have the, the retail jobs, the beach towns have, but we also have two big employers, Merck, uh, the pharmaceutical company has two locations in Millsboro. Then M&T Bank has an operations center and they employ several hundred people in town. That's oh. in town limits. So, um, and then of course there's a work from home option, which is becoming more yeah, yeah, tell me more about that. How do you how do you guys even know about it? About work from home. I mean, how do you know how many like that it's a, a big thing there? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know how we got selected. I just got notified that this PC magazine oh. had, had named us one of the top fifty, and I, which I thought was awesome because yeah, again, cool. you know, like I mentioned with my friend, um, him being able to live down here but work in Anne Arundel County, you know, and of course he works long shifts. He's maybe there two or three days a week, but if with especially with flexible work schedules, if people can work, you know, 12, 18 hour day and then come home, mm-hmm. maybe they only have to go to Philly or DC or Baltimore two or three days a week. Living down here near the beach is an option. We're trying to capture that type of uh, resident for sure. Sorry, Sheldon. So this is great. And I just love this area. And um, I think Millsboro is really, um, really the, the go-to spot for uh, trying to move from the city down to this area. So how does somebody get involved with town manager? How, how does somebody respond to that? Well, a lot of people ask me, they're like, what is a town manager? Like, are you like a mayor or how does that work? So the easiest way, I've thought about this for a long time to explain it in a way that most people will get without getting in the weeds too much is if you think about a school district analogy, it's kind of like a school superintendent, right? So you've got the school board, which is like the town council. Okay. You've got a president of the school board. That's kind of like the mayor. And then the town manager is like the superintendent. So we're responsible for the day-to-day operations of the town is the easiest way of saying it. Um, so it's a lot of fun. I mean, my if you like making a difference, if you like making your community better, it's definitely for the younger viewers, something I would recommend that you look into. I think going when I went to school and worked on my government degree, I always had this perception you had to be an elected official to make a difference. But I think if you can build a good rapport with your elected body, um, lots of times they'll let you kind of, um, you know, do your thing on a day-to-day basis and you can really help shape policy, um, economic development, growth of your town and be part of shaping your, your city's future, which, which is a lot of fun if you're, if you're about making things better. So for me, it's people having a better quality of life, enjoying their life, um, being able to go out and eat and shop and have fun. Um, that's really what drives me in this job. It's not as much the administrative side of the job. It's the, it's the economic development, the retail recruitment, the marketing. That's what I really like about what I do. So, yeah. So it sounds like you're kind of like the hub of everything going on. And for someone interested in uh, political aspect of stuff where you want to make change, but you want to go through the whole process of, um, elected process and all that stuff or yeah this is a great position to kind of be in the middle and where, where you're networking and um, you're able to kind of uh, um, you know 
look out for everybody and kind of be that uh, that person. You don't going. have to worry about fundraising. You don't have to worry about an election every three years. Uh, now, granted, I do serve with the pleasure council, so you know I'm under contract. So if I don't do a good job, you know there are uh, there is accountability there. But I think if you do a good job, you build a good report, you have the potential to be in that position long term. So as councils change, you can kind of be that that constant, that guiding force, um, that stability over over years and even decades. Um, and as long as Millsboro, you know, continues to grow, has a good council, moves in the right direction, I hope to I hope to be there long term for sure. So sounds good. All right. Um, ready for lightning round? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. All right. What is your favorite book, tool, video, software, something that has influenced you in your life that someone can check out? I would say I really like anything by Orwell, 1984, anything that's a little bit, dare I use the term, conspiratorial, <laughs> but I think philosophical as well. I also mm. like C.S. Lewis, um, kind of on the religious yeah. side, just some some really good stuff there. Favorite tool? Geez, I'm not very handy, so I may want to... I may want to skip that one, but anything is multi-purpose. You know, I love tools that you know you can use Sounds as a good. hammer, a screwdriver. That's great. Um, How does a town run? Um, this is a lightning round question, but uh, does the town use like apps and uh, softwares and stuff like that, or is it mostly just paper still? I will give I will give a gentleman named Bill Sauer a lot of credit. He was with the town. He's now retired, but he was the finance director uh, before I well actually as I was coming on with the town about five or six years ago, he really brought the town into the 21st century, automated a lot of things, um, nice. put a lot of things on spreadsheet. Um, we, we still as a town deliberately, and this may seem counterintuitive given that, you know, I'm still on a fairly young side of thing, kind of a young Gen Xer. Um, but we deliberately go low tech on some things. We're one of the very few towns our size that does not have, um, any sort of social media. And some people are kind of baffled. But we find that because of rules relative to the First Amendment, if you create a social media page, you really have to have pretty much a wide open platform. Hmm. And it can become a challenge as far as managing, you know, false information. You have to have an attorney there or something. Yeah, kind of make sure everything's all right. But then, of course, in my role, you know, I'd be stressed 24-7 yeah. what, what lies are being put <laughs> out there. Um, and you know, not that you don't want people to have a forum, but at the same time, maybe a forum is not managed by the town because if it's an official, uh, you know, platform, you know, you kind of have to, I think you can put a little bit of restriction on like pornographic content and, um, you know, really bad profanity, but beyond that, you pretty much have to let things lie. Yeah. And that, that presents a challenge. And who doesn't? You know, now you got to decide who's going to do that. And, and, so that yeah. and then that's a more, more of a cost to the town. So we've gone more with it. We've built really good, I think, relationships with traditional media, newspapers, um, television stations in the area, and really focus on keeping those relationships mm -hmm. strong. And then we do a traditional paper newsletter that goes out with utility bills. Um, and that seems to work pretty well for us so far. Now, our police department does have their own uh, Facebook page, but on the on the town hall side, we've, yeah. we've decided to kind of take a wait and see on that. So what is the number one thing that people don't know about Millsboro? Oh, wow. Think <laughs> about that. Um, a lot of indigenous history in Millsboro. Um, a lot of people think about the Nanakook tribe being more of the long neck area, but um, research would indicate that the Nanakooks or their sister tribes 
actually did have a presence on um, the west side of the river, kind mm -hmm. of where, kind of behind Food Lion, Radish Road, Old Landing Road, if people know that area. There um, apparently were artifacts found, and there's a lot of historical support for um, an indigenous presence. So I think that's kind of neat. Um, I, I certainly think historically, just to be a little bit philosophical here, that a lot of indigenous groups have been um, marginalized and also underappreciated. We've all we we focused a lot on other um, other subgroups that um, maybe haven't gotten you know, attention, yeah. but I think a lot of the indigenous peoples have been, have been neglected. So the town is really trying to make sure we have a good relationship with the management tribe, yeah. acknowledge their, their contributions to the town historically and, now and this today. Historic so, uh, museums and places to check out. There's like a historic uh, district in Millsboro. Isn't so it's not a historic district per se, but we do have some historic buildings downtown. A lot of the brick structures um, have, have a history tied to them. One of which is, um, the former ball theater, which is now known as the Millstone theater, yeah. uh, which is roughly down the area of, um, uh, blue water grill, same side of the road. If okay. you're heading East, it's on yeah, the right. Yeah, um, it's not an operation right now, but if you ever have a chance to, uh, reach out to the owner, um, the inside of it is absolutely amazing. There's still the art deco feel from the, uh, That's the cool. 20s and 30s. Yeah, and the history uh, in there really is neat. really cool. Yeah, the whole East Coast, you being from the West, I mean, that, that's one of the neatest things, especially about the Tidewater, Maryland, Virginia, Delaware, because there's just so much history. Yeah. I mean, compared to, by U.S. standards, nothing compared to Europe, but uh, yeah, yeah. by U.S. standards, for sure. <laughs> so. All right. And what's one question I should have asked you? Uh, one answer? question you should have <laughs> asked me. Um, I, I will say this, kind of going back to the vision a little bit. You know, I think Millsboro is in transition. We're going from small town to big town. And what's really, what's really neat to me is that there seems to be a lot of public support for that transition. I think there's been a lot of pent-up demand. As Millsboro is still kind of a diamond in the rough. I think there's still a lot of unrealized potential. And what I found especially exciting is a lot of the local people a lot of people with deep roots in Millsboro and, and Sussex County have been some of the biggest cheerleaders for the change, hmm. which is, I think, counterintuitive. Sometimes people think, you know, those who have deep roots want things to stay the same. But I think there is a desire for, um, you know, parents want to see their kids have opportunity. Hmm. They want them to feel like um, they'll have the chance to stay where they grew up if they want to. They want to spread their wings and go away. Great. But maybe they come back. Maybe they boomerang. They go away for college, which is, COVID, which is common. And we want people to feel welcome. We want that that you know twenty five, thirty year old, you know, young man or young woman to feel like they can come back home and have a place to go. Well, talking about so, social media, uh, you know, you'll see sometimes where you have a few locals. It's usually a few people, and everyone says, "Oh, everyone says you know they don't want change, they don't want growth." But honestly, I think it's just a few eggs in the basket that anti-growth mm -hmm. because you know population is growing so if you're not on board you're basically saying no one should have kids <laughs> you know? yeah so um, to embrace that and it sounds like you guys um you especially are really uh supporting locals growth businesses uh families and just overall really um kind of embracing okay if we are going to grow which inevitably we will um, how can we set up uh, sustainable systems um, to keep everything going 
and kind of make everything kind of uh, flow together and um, keep the original roots of the town still there, but allow the best growth possible. So, yeah, I mean, I'm a big believer if you're not growing, you're dying. So you constantly have to be evolving. And <clears throat> to your viewers that either are current business owners or have some sort of concept and entrepreneurial spirit, we love them to come to Millsboro, whether it's um, a first location or maybe they want a second location of their existing business. Um, we really take pride in being pro-business, being pro-family, rolling out the red carpet. And yeah, our fees and our taxes are, are reasonable. And I would say they dropped well. too, right? They, yeah, we've dropped. We've yeah. really focused on trying to, we've actually seen our property taxes, if you take inflation into account, drop 10 or 15%. Right. Our town property taxes over the last decade, we've looked at impact fees. We cut them about 20% a few years ago to, you know, we have to cover our costs, obviously, of our water and sewer infrastructure and our police. But we're not in this to make money. We just want to make sure our costs are covered as a town, the business side of what we do. But as far as making businesses feel welcome, we really, we really, um, we really try to advocate. And in a sense, um, being an extension of what the chamber does of advocating for business and um, rolling out the red carpet. One of the things we do is we we offer free feasibility meetings. So somebody comes in with a concept, um, I'll invite the whole team to come engineering, planning, even legal, um, public works to sit around the table and, you know, an entrepreneur will come in with a concept. All at once. All, all at once. He's done a nickel and dime and emails. Year long process. Absolutely. Long time. Wow. Take, take a half an hour, an hour and just hammer it out. And then the person who has the concept feels good because they, it helps triage, triage may not be the right word, but decide is this viable or not. And uh, instead of, uh, and lots of times it ends up moving forward and they have a clearer sense of what's expected, what's, what the cost will be. And uh, I think that's something we offer that a lot of towns don't. Um, and there's no cost to do that. So I love that. if somebody's interested, um, call me, Sheldon Hudson, 9, 934 and um, email just at town at So All right, guys, so we're going to put all the links down below. Um, and if you guys are trying, if you have an idea, actually, I know a few people right now that uh, I've had conversations with about ideas or restaurants or something that you're thinking about doing out in Millsboro area. Uh, so if you're watching this, check out Sheldon, uh, reach out to these guys, go to the website, go to the links below, give them a call. And um, Sheldon, I can even help them find a location, potentially. Sounds good. So, Perfect. Yeah. All right. I have a feeling uh, you'll be getting some calls. And uh, guys, Sheldon, thanks for coming out here oh, it was my pleasure yes enjoyed it this bumps and um really excited to uh have covid and vaccines out and everyone kind of being allowed to go out again so a perfect time to uh, check out millsboro area and yes. uh, thanks for coming in my pleasure all right guys all keep right. living the 302 lifestyle and we'll see you next time take care <laughs> have you heard of float therapy holy cow this is like the biggest secret in america <laughs> i think the world Famous people, athletes, all these people are doing f float therapy. And it's called Urban Float in Rehoboth. You can go to urbanfloat.com, uh, click on Rehoboth, and check out these guys. You're basically sitting on 1,200 pounds of Epsom salt. Everything just feels so amazing. And you're on this weightless, de-stressing um, pod for an hour. I love it. You get a discount uh, your first time. You can also uh, let them know that you're from 302 Lifestyle. Check them out, guys. Sponsored by Urban Float.
Wish you could spend more time having fun and less time with chores? Go to 302beachtalk.com to get $20 off a home cleaning. You'll be entered to win a completely free cleaning. Eat, play, serve. Sponsored by That Guy with a Broom. 